I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 226. My reviews of Dexter, New Blood, episodes 1.5 and 1.6. Well, I've been so busy this past week with podcasts and final exams and all kinds of things. You know, I am a professor at Fordham University, and it's the end of the term. And because of all that, I missed doing my podcast review of Dexter 1.5 last week. So I'm going to make it up with a special double review right now in which I review episodes 1.5 and 1.6 of Dexter New Blood. Now, if you're listening to this and you have only seen New Blood 1.5, I'll announce when I get to the 1.6 review so you can stop listening right there and therefore you won't hear any spoilers. By the way, there will be spoilers, of course, for episode 1.5 as well. So let's begin. I thought Dexter New Blood 1.5 was another outstanding episode in what from the beginning has been an excellent reboot, and it's just getting better and better. In a headline, Dexter's new life is unraveling. And in many ways, the most exquisite part of this is the return of Batista. Great to see David Zayas back on the screen, at least for this episode. He's now a captain of detectives in Miami, and he tells Angela Dexter's faked story that he's dead and that he left a son by the name of, drumroll, Harrison. Now, it's a fairly uncommon name, and enough, along with the rest, that Angela knows what Audrey told her Harrison said, that Jim is not Jim's real name, to search on what happened in Miami all those years ago. So Angela does search on that, and she comes up with a picture of Dexter Morgan, who of course looks like Jim. Now, to be clear, the jig is by no means up for Dexter. He can and no doubt will come up with a plausible explanation for why he faked his death. Likely, he'll say, it was just to protect his son. But, you know, Angela is sharp and tenacious police, and sooner or later she'll begin to realize more about Dexter. And there's no way that, to save himself, Dexter will kill her. That would not only be a violation of the code that would dwarf all the other violations Dexter has done. Dexter also is close to loving Angela, and maybe he actually does already. So he's not going to kill Angela for sure. Meanwhile, the other serial killer in town, Kurt, is in high sicko gear. He kills another young woman, not the way he wants to, so he gets no satisfaction. And now he's befriended Harrison. He kills women, not men, but Harrison under Kurt's wing is no good for Dexter and his genuine fatherly love. And in episode 1.5, a combination of that love 
and Dexter's killer appetite got Dexter to kill the drug dealer, but not in the way that gave Dexter's dark passenger any satisfaction either. Dexter's best bet for taking Kurt out of action is Angela, who also discovered in New York City that Kurt was lying about hearing from his son, Matt, in New York City. So we should be in for an exciting five more episodes of this superb season. At this point, you have to say there's clearly not much satisfaction for serial killers. All right, let's get to Dexter New Blood 1.6. I think of this episode just up today on Showtime as breaks and arm breaks. And yeah, it really hit the fan in Dexter New Blood. The sixth episode in what I'm thinking now is the best reboot I've ever seen on television, or at least easily tied with Battlestar Galactica. All the characters in Dexter New Blood are performing at their peaks. Let's look at a few of them. Dexter is sharper than ever. His explanation to Angela about why he adopted the gym name and persona was perfect. He told her the truth about everything other than being a serial killer. There was therefore so much truth in what he told her that the sardonic voice in his head His voice, not Deb's, was silent. I also liked that he intervened and stopped Kurt from killing Molly, the podcaster. Not that I particularly like her, but it showed something important about Dexter. Uh, The thing to remember about Dexter is that, other than as being a serial killer, he's a pretty good guy. And actually, since he kills bad people... One could argue that the serial killer part of Dexter is good, too. Let's get to Harrison. He hasn't killed anyone yet, as far as we know, but I don't think so. That is, I don't think Harrison has killed anybody. He seems too stunned when he gives in to his dark passenger and breaks the wrestler's arm, who, by the way, had it coming since he headbutted Harrison. Harrison's pretty clearly a kid struggling with his dark impulses as his father realizes all too well. The question is whether Dexter will be able to prevent Harrison from going completely over to the lethal side. I'm guessing Dexter will not be successful in that. And, though, on another Harrison topic, Creds to him for spending the night in bed with Audrey. She, by the way, is the only one he's been honest with about wanting to hurt people. Now let's look at Kurt. He's been frustrated in his serial killing three times in a row. Last week, he shot his victim in the eye, not the way he wants to kill his women captives. And this week... The young woman's boyfriend shows up at the wrong time. That's the second frustration. And third, Dexter interferes with Kurt's move to kill Molly. So there must be a lot of pent-up rage and desire to kill in Kurt at this point. 
Angela, let's take a look at her now. Turning to Dexter, not Jim, for help at the end of this episode was really good to see, but that may not be entirely good for Dexter. Angela is calling upon Dexter's expertise as a forensic specialist. But when Dexter goes down that route, he's getting much closer to his own killing instincts than when he was Jim. And Angela, who's pretty sharp, could well sense some of that. On the other hand, since Dexter now knows Kurt is the serial killer who got Iris, Dexter can easily work with Angela to nab Kurt, which Dexter wants to do anyway since he doesn't like Kurt's influence on Harrison. And that could keep Angela too occupied to suspect Dexter of his past. Now, you know what? Thinking about it, it's just a matter of time until Angela begins suspecting Dexter. Well, it's just a matter of time until I'm back here with my review of the next episode of Dexter, which will be next week. The Light on Light Through Podcast. Well, I hope you enjoyed that double review of Dexter 1.5 and 1.6. As I said, I'll be back here for sure next week with my review of Dexter 1.7. Also, some other good things coming up in the weeks and months ahead, including, speaking of reboots, the new Matrix movie. That'll be up online somewhere before the end of the year, so I'll be reviewing that and who knows what else. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound. Hey, you hear that plane in the background? And enjoy. AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Paul Levinson spilled code about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries. 